Hey everybody, it's Next Planet Over. We're doing the three planet... What the... Where was I going with that one? I almost said Planet of the Apes. I, don't, I looked at something that said Planet of the Apes. Let's pretend that didn't happen. Let's rewind. Hey everybody, welcome to Next Planet Over. This episode will be discussing every iteration of Robin Hood during our lifetimes. I've never seen the, uh, the, the 50s or 60s version. Have you? TV shows? No. Yeah, I think oh, I think Disney did one, and then there was one that was just syndicated out of uh, England. But this, these Does the ones cartoon that, one count. That's a movie, though. So. Yeah, well, no, there was a, I think the Rocket Robin Hood was a cartoon in the '60s. But we're talking about the ones that were created during our lifetime. So starting off in the '80s, and well, we were both born in the '70s, but there was no Robin Hood TV show. Uh, '80s, '90s, and 2000s. I'm your host, Michael. Ron's on the other side. Hello. Um, I, 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 didn't ex- I didn't expect this to go the way it did, honestly. I mean, I've seen all three of them before, but I, it, it hasn't been, it's been decades. Um, been a little bit. Well, yeah. the Robin Hood, well, the latest iteration obviously hasn't been that long ago. But No, but um, I, I think most of us know it through the movies. On, uh, or, you know, like there's the animated Disney one, there's the classic Errol Flynn, of course, which I, is your favorite, right? Is my favorite, yes. Then we had like that weird boom in the '90s where um, we had, of course, my favorite Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Even though Kevin Costner loses that accent, like nobody's business. <laughs> um, like, you know, we had Robin Hood, Prince, or Men in Tights, and then we had that sorry. one. Anyway, with, do you remember the uh, at the same time the Kevin Costner one? There was another one with Patrick Bergen and Uma Thurman. Yeah, not. I'm drawing a blank on that one. Yeah, it wasn't as expensive. Like, the Kevin Costner one was a huge budget, like $50 million, which is a lot back then. This one was more like a 15 to $20 million one that Fox was going to release. And they realized there's no way it was going to compete, so they sold it to their network. Uh, it's pretty good. It's it's much more serious and darker by a long shot. It's not as fantastic an adventure setting. Does it jump into the realm of swords and sorcery or anything I like that? Or is it more they, do you think it's weird in? that they really kind of skirt around that? In Robin Hood, what? they really just don't talk about a lot of the... They don't dive into that magical world as much. Right. Well, well, we, you and I talked to about this a little bit. I've got the original old English style you know, um, Robin Hood story in print, and I found it very difficult to read <laughs> because I'm not sophisticated enough, apparently. But um, that being said, I don't recall Sword and Sorcery ever being a part of the original story. Yeah, so but, but it's public domain. But, you can do anything with it. And you would think that during the yeah. 80s boom that somebody would have taken Robin Hood and made it much more, uh, you know, like Captain – or Captain. I'm doing this all day. I don't know what the hell's wrong with me. Conan the Barbarian. Hey, Captain Conan, the uh, the American warrior. <laughs> Captain Conan! Sorry. Uh, anyway. Beast Mastery and all that stuff was really heavy into sword and sorcery. You would think that somebody would say, hey, the Robin Hood uh, storyline is public domain. Let's go have some fun with this. I can see that. I, I'm a little... I'm on the fence about toying with it too much and taking it too much out of the realm, but you know, I didn't like uh, Leo's version of... Uh, the modern take on uh, Romeo and Juliet either so yeah. that was, that's just my own personal opinion we're all out of those yeah, and there's, I, there's I like a, not I, 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 I like to see it rooted in reality yeah but it would I mean? be interesting because I've seen a couple there was a sci-fi channel I can't remember which one I sent you there's Ghost of Sherwood which is a sci-fi channel movie but that movie's horrible it, it's a it's literally a horror movie but then there's one that's more right. sword and sorcery where it's like Robin and Sherwood Forest or something like that with uh, um, 
she played uh oh gosh darn it Clark Kent's wife what's her name Lois Lane the one who played Lois Lane on Smallville she did a movie for Sci-Fi Channel and it was pretty good it had sword and sorcery and CGI and stuff like that and it wasn't crappy budget but uh obviously TV level but most of the time it's just hey we're gonna remake Robin Hood and it's gonna be no take on it really this is just updated because technology's changed you know the action sequences are different the only one that really stunk up the joint um, was that last one with uh, Jamie Foxx and uh, the Edgar King kid from um, Kingsman? That one was, hey, we're hip now. We're cool. We're going to have uh, crossbows, but they're going to have like clips on them like a machine gun. I'm like, nope, I'm out. Well, so we can say somebody's at least tried. <clears throat> yeah, that was the one I was trying to come up. No, no, it isn't. One I'm thinking of was Russell Crowe, and that was a movie. I heard that was really boring. But, it was so long, yeah. so expensive. It was a chaotic production. Could not get into it. So. <laughs> but, but I just feel like the anyway. '90s was the perfect time. We had enough, uh, you know, camera work and technology that we could do it. So I don't think you're ever going to top those Three Musketeers, and I don't think you're going to top that Robin Hood. You just now it's just about but, making it like kung fu like. Right, right, right. And that is a bit of a problem that plagues the show. Is each iteration has to be of that time. Except, I feel like the 80s version is the perfect amount. There's not fast cutting. The action sequences are completely real. They're not doing a lot of like swooping camera angles or wire stunts or anything like that. There's magical elements, but there's no CGI. I, just, I think it's timeless. And the way they shoot it, it just looks like it's a dream. Like some mystical dream. Yeah, it's very much... I, okay, this is the one you're thinking of. Which one was the one that was really cheesy? I think that was the one in the 90s yes. that we watched, The New Adventures. That was... Uh, oh, that was oh, made oh. for children. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Some of the uh, <clears throat> clothing choices were not so much made for children. But other than that, um, yeah, it was definitely not written with any real... What's the word I want to use? <laughs> Sophistication? Yeah, it's I not grounded. Know. Yeah, it's a Saturday afternoon yeah. family show. Exactly. It's meant for a half hour of, you know, let's just chill out. So, so for me, uh, the nineteen eighty what four show uh, it's called Robin of Sherwood, and it's all mm-hmm. available on the internet. It's streaming on so many sites; it's ridiculous. Um, is the tops for me? It's it's mature without being dark. Um, it has great action sequences without it being overly edited and stylized. And this, the, the setting, it, all of it feels so natural. And apparently it was very expensive. It doesn't look expensive, but it also doesn't look cheap. No. Um, it, as far as what, everything you said there, yes, I'd agree with that. But I, I'm honestly more of a fan of the 2000 series, 2006 series. But yeah, and we'll get to that one. I'll tell you what my problem yeah. is. It's good, but there's a problem I have with it. So, Okay. Um, in this one, it's Robin Bloxley, played by Michael Prayed, who quit... Uh, surprisingly, after season two, to go be a movie star, and that didn't work out because nobody knows who Michael Prey it is. <laughs> well, so I, I watched this, and I, I swear I've seen him before, but uh, we'd have to. Well, there was a movie that played on Sci Fi Channel all the time when we were kids <clears throat> called Night Flyers. It was written by um, George R. R. Martin. Do you remember this at all? Not offhand, no. Um, it's like this outer space adventure movie. Uh, it's like, I feel like half more like vampires or something. And they're going to space to try to, let me try to find it here. It got turned to a miniseries just recently, but it's a completely lost film. It's never been beyond VHS. 
Now, was this just called Robin of Sherwood Overseas? Uh, this is the British one, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay, here uh, it is. It says, it Night Flyers is, about a film, uh, is a film about a group of scientists who begin a space voyage to find a mysterious alien being and in the process are victimized by the ship's malevolent computer. Hmm. Sounds right up my alley. Yeah, it's pretty good. It just, it's lost. I wonder if someone has it on YouTube. Yeah, he really didn't have much of a movie career. I'm looking at this, and yeah, he did this immediately. He did Night Flyers immediately after leaving Robin Hood, and then stage play. Just basically stage plays. Well, if that's what you like to do, why not? Oh, hold on. He did a season of Dynasty, actually, after Robin of Loxley. Hmm. Really? Prince Michael. Well, he seems like he would fit on that show. You know, the mystical elements in this really seem to not be based on what was popular at the time with sword and sorcery, but more of, uh, like, UK history. Like, these urban legends and uh, pagan myths and stuff like that. Yeah, that was where they lost me. At the very beginning, honestly, they lost me with this one because of the uh, that mystical arrow and the, <laughs> you know, just like, okay, where are we going with this? Anyway, oh. not that I have a problem with movie. What? Or why? Oh, okay. Again. <laughs> uh, this has a very young uh, Ray Winstone, who people discover like 20 years later. He plays Will Scarlet. And I think he's absolutely phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But we've seen him more in recent movies like The Last Indiana Jones. And he was the, the Beowulf in the animated movie. He was the motion capture. Right. Yeah. What else? I think he's in that King Arthur movie. That was, that's another one they keep remaking too many times. There's way too many King Arthur movies. Little John. That Good was a... God. That's a great Little John, isn't it? He's so amazing. Yeah. I think everybody's so great in this. Friar Tuck's great. Lady Marion is great. Um... Oh damn it! Uh, uh, the sheriff of Nottingham—they're just so sleazy. Uh, but they—they they screw it up so bad in the '90s version. But the 2000s, I think they're great as well. Right. I so this '80s version, honestly, as far as the cast goes, I think they're great. Yeah. They fit into the, what I would consider the perfect casting for them. But what did you think of them killing uh, Robin off in, at the end of season two? That seems so strange. You didn't know that. Of did season you? two. I did not know that. Oh crap! Sorry. <laughs> I just I thought. Mm. I want to say that I've seen this before, but I can't put my finger. I know I've seen the new adventures before. Yeah. Uh, the more I watched it, the more I realized, yeah, I've seen this, and it fits right in there in the realm of Hercules and that sort of thing. Right. This one played on I PBS. Think they were written real better. But... That's where I saw it the first time. <clears throat> okay. Remember, that's how the only way you could get British shows back then was just getting on PBS like on a Saturday night. <laughs> That was pretty much it. Yeah. I did not have cable until, honestly, I never had cable until we went to college. So. Yeah. Well, <laughs> even then, we really didn't get British shows unless it like aired late night on Comedy Central or something because you had to have the BBC, which was a pay yeah pay channel, wasn't it? Yeah. It's like that extra level. Yeah, you can have this uh, the basics, but if you want to go beyond basics, like who has the money for this? We're real still stuck with uh, Are You Being Served? And yeah, <laughs> Monty Python, that's about it. <laughs> oh, um, we got Canadian shows, too. We did get Red Green. Yes. If they don't find you handsome, they Love should find you handy. <laughs> Keep your stick on the ice. Anyway. <laughs> All right, so the 90s version, the new adventures of Robin, is the silly one. That one is so influenced. I can't believe how much crap got greenlit because Hercules was so popular. And right. so much of it is barely watchable. It's pretty rough. 
But somehow I kept watching. Yes, because <laughs> like, we were starving. Remember, there was no sci-fi back then, especially um, that lasted yeah. more than a season. Right. So what was it? With trying to think what we had. Well, during this time, we were in college. So we were watching a lot of that. Well, I mean, well we to be fair, we went out a lot. The first year, not so much because we, we didn't really get to know a lot of people. We would just wander right. town for a couple hours. Do you remember that? We just wander all over the There's place. There's a lot of... Wandering, there was a lot of frisbee. Yeah. Uh, and then you guys started taking up football, and I sucked at football, so I didn't take part of that, so I watched a lot of TV. <laughs> I only, but, only did it on Saturday. Yeah. Only for an hour or so. No, it just seemed like it was so painful. I did it once, my legs felt like they were on fire for a week. Uh, I'm much fitter now, though. I could do it easily. I would love to play a little catch I'll right now. Um, Sean became part of the, uh, the crew. I was doing pretty good. I had the quick feet for a short little guy. Yeah. And then they brought a swimmer in. They brought in a ringer. And then no. my legs were burning for us. <laughs> um, so what did we watch? We watched Hercules. There was Xena. There was uh, Sinbad. Do you remember the adventures of Sinbad? Yes, I do remember. Sin- yes. Uh, there was a crappy Conan show that lasted one year. That is The Pits right there. Of all those shows, that is the absolute Thanks, rock Mike. bottom. I-, I had that wiped from my memory. Sorry. but <laughs> um, We had Beastmaster, which was the very tail end of this genre, which I think is great TV show. Beastmaster. I'm trying to remember. The um, Lost World. That, that was a WGN was show. It was always with Mutant X. This is after college when it aired. Wait, this is 90s, right? This yeah. Is, uh, uh, well, that's towards the end of the year. Cause, yeah, because The Lost World was in... I remember, yeah, I forgot about Lost World. There was, I think, a Tarzan, another Tarzan show. So it was just crazy, mm-hmm. filled to the brim with these kind of shows. And they all had a kind of a tongue-in-cheek, because that's what Hercules said. Um, Xena, I feel like, had a, a humorous tone, but it was more set in seriousness. Like, it was more of a, dr- a dramatic uh, of, yes. of the bunch. Yeah. And I think that's why it's the most remembered, like, well-remembered, I mean. Out of the, out of the, all the tongue-in-cheek ones, if you will, I, at the Hercules and Xena, I think, set the bar there. Yeah. They did a very fine job of it, but... The special yeah, effects are truly yeah. horrid. <laughs> well, you know, it's the yeah. 90s. Yeah. Uh, not really any CGI in this one. This one just has, like, a lot of kung fu and cool, like, uh, gadgets and stuff like that. Are you talking about the CGI, or excuse me, the, yeah, the special effects from Xena and Hercules or for this one? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, Hercules has some of the worst special effects I've ever seen, but I think gotcha. New Adventures gotcha. of Robin Hood was smart in knowing that they couldn't compete. And it really didn't right. work in the world of Robin Hood, so they kind of ditched the CGI stuff. And they more went with uh, Asian influence. There's a lot of kung fu sequences and stuff. They had faster editing, and they had yeah. cool weaponry. Con- yeah, Genghis's brother. <laughs> Gary Khan. <laughs> My name's Gerald. <laughs> um, no offense to anybody named Gerald. No, no, no. Anyway. But um, Jerry, No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, so this was on for four years. I didn't know that. I thought it was only on for two. Because um, I didn't realize it left TNT. This is when they started doing their own original programming. They did this, like Thunder in Paradise and a couple other shows. Oh, my. But then yeah. it continued in syndication because Warner Brothers wanted that syndication money. They kept Kung Fu. The legend continues going way too long. And so did they with Robin Hood. That's what I thought. Okay. I, just, I had to double check Thunder in Paradise is what you were, what I was thinking it was. Yeah. Hot Hogan, <laughs> brother. I'm going to brother. Wow, this is syndicated, but it's still only 13 episodes. See, syndication is typically 22 to 24 episodes a season. Weird. Interesting. Even with four seasons, it's only 52 episodes, which, eh. I guess if you're into the goofy stuff, it's, it's fun to watch with kids. But it doesn't have any weight. 
Like, the Robin Hood here no. is so fluffy. Which is weird because wasn't he Will Scarlet in the, the Men in Tights movie? I don't remember what, who Will was. I, I am sure. I'm going to look oh him up right now. Scary. Matthew Peretta, who has the most perfect 90s swoof hair. You <laughs> <laughs> can surf that thing. Uh, yeah, he played Will Scarlet O'Hara in Mel Brooks' spoof, Robin Hood Men in Tights. <laughs> That's a nice little Easter egg. Yeah. Or homage or whatever. Something or, yeah, someone must have seen him and thought he was fun. Um, this one you can kind of leave, though, if you're an adult and you don't want that kind of silliness. I, w- I would just leave this one. That's great. You would leave this one? Yeah, I'm with that one. Yeah. Um, I, I started watching the second episode just to see, and I'm like, ah, no, can't do it, can't do it. Yeah, it's just so ridiculous. <laughs> like, I might be able to go back to, like I said, Xena or, or Hercules. Mostly because I like Hercules and Xena because our favorite guy's in there. Yeah, yeah, Bruce. Atakis. So. <laughs> well, also Sam Raimi's but, brother was pretty funny, too. Ted Raimi. I yes, thought he was great. Yes, definitely. Where was the shot? But, because this, see, here's the other thing is this Robin Hood does not look like it was shot overseas. It looks like it was shot on a back lot in L.A. And I can't find where it was filmed. Doesn't it seem like some sort of cheap backlight? Because all these shows either shot in New Zealand or Australia or England, and it gave it a little bit more like visual style. But this one clearly looks like it was. Oh, let's just go. Uh, let's go forty miles out past the lot, you know, and, and film there. <laughs> yeah, I got this. You know, back forty in my 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 grandpa's farm. Uh, what? It was shot in Lithuania. I never, that does not look like Lithuania. I mean, not that I know what Lithuania looks like, but that looks like America to me. That's now crazy. we know where all their budget went. Yeah. <laughs> Lithuania? Who shoots in Lithuania? Wow, that's crazy. I'm sorry. Wait. <clears throat> it may be a very beautiful country. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, it yeah. Just yeah. Seems right. and like, they must have got a place. heck of a ratio when it came to American dollars to Lithuanian. This is true. <laughs> What can I get for five dollars? Sixteen episodes, really? Oh my god! <laughs> Sold. Hell <laughs> oh, yeah! That's how we paid up for all four seasons. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, wait a minute. Did Mister Robin Warwick Davis? Yeah, I don't. He must have come in later and said Christopher Lee was a regular. So. Oh, he's Big John. Okay, that's right. Well, that's ironic. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I might have to watch it a little longer just so I can see him. Okay. Oh, Christopher Lee, though. Seriously, they got these names? Well, at the time, though, Christopher Lee really wasn't a name. And if you, you want to be fair, Warwick Davis had come off of Leprechaun 4. Meh. <laughs> <laughs> What's another sort of source of movie? Uh, Willow. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. If we want to go in that direction, this is right the same era, isn't it? Uh, No, it's like a decade afterwards. Is it really? Oh, yeah. Uh, Willow was 1988. Oh. Holy crap. Anyway. I actually really like that one, so. Yeah. All right, so it takes a long gap after this, and it comes back to the BBC when BBC One started really bringing in the budget. They started getting so many hits in a row, and it got exposed, like, nationwide. This is when we started seeing all the BBC shows get uh, uh, become available, especially, like, on Netflix and stuff like that and Hulu. But uh, this one has a decent budget. But what bothers me is the editing. They try to do this choppy thing that I don't like. When when they're trying to make it more action-packed, I was like, no, watch the 80s series. There's no sharp cuts. There's no camera trickery, whatever. They just sit back and they watch them have an amazingly choreographed fight. And in this one, I just think it's unnecessary. But that's the only thing I don't like. 
It's the only thing you don't like? Yeah, I was fine with yeah, this is the one I was telling you. This was, this is the one that caught me. I don't know why, but you know, I was supposed to be researching folks, and I ended up watching, using most <laughs> of my time watching every episode of this. I could yeah, um, I, was, no, I remember no, being fair, upset that it was canceled. But he seems also too boyish compared to the other ones. There's something he seems diminutive, like a little kid in high school. That's right. another. That's only minor. He's a really good actor, Jonas Armstrong. I don't know who he is outside of this, but uh, I really liked him. Yes. Yeah, I'll give you that. He definitely seems a little young for the role. He, the role, I don't know, his character seems younger than he should be. I don't know, he just has that look about him. But... See, that was 2006, he was 25. Yeah. But how old is Robin in the story, though? That's what I'm curious I, about. Nobody knows, right? Well, well, he's old enough to go off to fight, the, fight in the war, in yeah. the Holy Wars. But, but just, how old is he? Back then, you don't have to be that old. Right, <laughs> so. but also, how long were they gone? Because in mm. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, it makes it feel like he's been gone for a decade or more. Right. Hard telling. Yeah. It's How old was Costner at the time he made that? That was... Uh, probably about 32, 34, maybe. Okay. I have to give... I'll give you... I love Costner's version. The only reason I like, as far as the movies goes, the only reason I like the Errol Flynn version better is because I, I'm, I'm a big fan of old movies and yeah. the flair that goes with Yeah, you it. love it. Well, yes, the fight sequences. <laughs> if you're going to compare it to anything modern, that... that... 90s um, uh, Three Musketeers is closer in spirit yes. to the, the Robin Hood that you love because the one thing that's lacking in pretty much every iteration of Robin Hood now is the amazing source fights. It just You don't see that debonair style, that flair, which Errol no. Flynn captured so well. Yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, that's, that's kind of his trademark, I think. Yeah, well, also his <laughs> but... trademark, sadly, was sleeping with young women and getting drunk all the time. <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately, a lot of them had that problem. Yeah, <laughs> rain it in, yeah. buddy. It's not. Yeah, it's not the same way it is now. <laughs> no. Nope, nope. So it's so weird. The show got canceled because there Jonas Armstrong was just tired of being on the show. I don't understand how you only made forty five episodes over a three year period of time, and you got sick of getting paid. It's not like he right. had movies lining up. You know what I do for a living? If I got paid, what? They probably got paid fifteen, twenty-five thousand dollars an episode, and they only had to shoot for thirteen weeks. You bet I'm gonna be there. <laughs> exactly. I, I, I mean, some people are, and I'm not putting this on him or not. I don't know him as a person, but let's just say in general, some people, some actors, they go into this thinking, "I'm a well-rounded actor. I can do anything," and they've got that mentality, especially when they're young. You know. I could do anything, and they essentially look a gift horse in the mouth, and well, it's you know, it's so so it goes. But I mean, look at the cast of Friends, how young all of them were when they got in there, and how many of them, out of all of them, did something big afterwards. Yeah, it's I mean, what minor you have? Uh, I mean, they were set already. But yeah, I mean, still... Courtney Cox was an A-lister for a bit, and then she, of course, she's had TV shows. But what I don't understand is if you're only doing a show, and this is kind of the way it is now, if you're only doing a show that you shoot for three months then you can't fit in movie roles and other TV performances or stage plays around that? That's what I'm curious about. Yeah, I'm going to say that should be possible. Unless you had a really crappy agent. But... Yeah. Oh, how many people have been talked out of TV shows because they're a stupid agent? Right. Oh, you don't need you to be on this anymore. Uh, yeah. What was I thinking of? Uh, the guy who quit NYPD Blue the very first season because he thought he was going to be a movie star. <laughs> that didn't happen. <laughs> Yeah, 
I thought, I love watching Hollywood. I would never want to be a part of it. Wouldn't have to deal with that stress. Anyway. Well, hey, hold on a second here. He left Robin Hood, and immediately after, after that, he starred in Clive uh, Barker's Books of Blood. I didn't even know they made a movie of that. Really? Yeah. John Harrison, the director of Tales from the Crypt, the movie... Uh, directed Books of Blood in 2009, filmed in Scotland, produced by, uh, obviously, by Clive Barker. Well, not obviously, because sometimes people take his stuff. So, wow, that's pretty cool. I, I want to see that, even though Clive Barker kind of messes my head up. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at this. He's got a couple other shows on there. It doesn't look like period stuff. Like, or was it? I just saw it. Dang it. Troy, Fall of a City. Oh, he's in eight, eight episodes, but... I didn't know that was a thing. So, huh. Yeah, so I like this no. one. I really like the cast. Um, they're a lot of fun, but it's not it's not silly. When I say fun, I don't mean silly like the 90s series, but I just fun watching them work. And that's the thing about yeah. the Robin Hood story and why it really connects to people is because it's like this camaraderie in really dark times and uh, just them surviving and trying to take it back from the corrupt uh, politicians and, and sheriff. Like... Sam Troughton I really liked in this one as well. It's like, just his character in general. It's, he's like the... It's weird. It's kind of weird. He comes back from war with his, you know, but he went to war with him, but he's supposed to have come back as this, you know, more of a man type of guy now, but he still has that mentality like, I, I, I haven't just come back from war. But beyond that, <laughs> you still see him... You see him grow into more of a warrior type, you know... I, Grow into himself. Is that a good? Is that a good way to put it? I can see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the only thing that was off-putting, like I said, is he just came back from war. Shouldn't he have already been there? <laughs> but trying, that trying, aside, which, which is he they again? played off each other. He's much. He's he was. Uh, what is he? Um, he's the one that came back from war with Robin. Okay. He was like his. I don't know. What, oh, okay, what okay. His, oh, you know. Okay, I know you're talking about. Duh. Sorry. He's the one that sounds silly, maybe, but uh, you're not. A, uh, he kind of reminds me of Eric, like a goofy version of Eric. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Because I kept looking at him, going, "Yeah, they have similar uh, facial features and the goatee and everything like that," but he's a lot sillier than Eric. Right. Yeah. Definitely. But uh, in all, I liked this one probably more than all three of them. Yeah. Out of all three of them, so that's just me. Now, I'll say take both, uh, but I have something about the 80s one I really like. But I do not like – I forgot this is where I left it off. Robin Hood dies at the end of season two, and they replace him with Sean Connery's kid, Jason Connery, who pretends to be Robin Hood. So at least they did that. Sometimes when they recast, you're like, oh, they're going to pretend he's the same person. They are. That doesn't work. But he's just not as compelling. No. No, Michael Prey is just uh, amazing as uh, as Robin Hood, and uh, it's just kind of a shame that it fell apart. They wanted to go for a fourth season, but I guess their financier said, nah, we're good. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry, I'm thirsty. I'm thirsty. Yeah, I've been down at the water myself. Stupid allergies around this place, but... Of course, I sh- I'm the one to talk. You're out there smoking. Uh, no, no, it's, it's all cleared up because it rained. It's been oh, raining a deal. lot, so it really washed everything away, which is great. Awesome. Good deal. Oh, no, I just got off work, so I've just been kind of just beat. Oh, so I feel better now. Um, I was going to throw a fourth show into this, but I figured it was too much. But no, it's also not. Robin Hood, it's about William Tell. Have you ever seen a show called Crossbow? Well, you say William Tell, and that sounds familiar, but I'm not so sure about the... 
Well, William Tell is famous for being the... It's kind of like a Robin Hood story, and his son is captured, and they say to let his son go if he can shoot the apple off his son's head. You know that's mm-hmm. Yeah, and so uh, it, it's all about fighting. It's very similar to Robin Hood. That's why I thought it would be interesting to show you, but we'll do it some other time. There's so many other sword and sorcery shows or, or just uh, historical battle kind of shows uh, that I want you to see, but Crossbow is fantastic. It's a French-Canadian show, but it's, it's in English. But... Um, it's it's really clever and it's uh it builds this mythology without going too overboard into uh mystical right yeah so that's a fun one i don't know what we'll do next but uh thank you everybody while uh i was overwhelmed this summer so i apologize i made ron wait forever for this episode uh, we're good we're good they gave me more time to watch <laughs> huh it gave me more time to watch too much of the one episode yeah <laughs> do you do you want to try to do a halloween episode we still got a few weeks yeah, I'm up for that. Cool. I've been wanting to watch Nightmare Cafe by Wes Craven. Mm, yes. All right, maybe I'll find a second show to go with it. But um, it'll be a shorter episode. I think half-hour episodes are just perfect for us since we're so busy. Right. Okay, okay. everybody, check us out on Facebook under Next Planet Over. You'll find all the episodes there and everything we share about new shows coming out on video or getting renewed. Uh, anything you want to say before we go? No, just be safe out there and... Uh... Above all, be kind. Yes, that's the biggest thing. We really have to be there for each other. The selfish behavior is really heartbreaking. Mm. That's all I've got. I think Bill and Ted put it best by saying, be excellent to each other, and Lincoln saying, party on, dudes! Dudes! (laughs)